Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sauna I-E. I'm your host, XO. It's Friday, baby. I know y'all ready for another weekend. This week just blew by. But myself, I'm ready for the weekend as well. Um, it's been a great week, a productive week. I know we're in June now. And this summer heat in California is crazy. But welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening to Sauna I-E, here at Sauna I-E, we cover mental health in different ways we talk about self-healing tips we talk about ways triggers that happen we talk about conversations having with other people and how to have conversations with other people the questions to ask as well as coping mechanisms and just different things when it comes to mental health we're all about bettering our mental health day by day episode by episode we you we drop on mondays and fridays but because of the holiday this week we didn't have an episode but we're back today and overall with Sanai, what you'll get here is more knowledge about your mental health and where you stand when you become mentally and where you're at mentally. On this episode right here, we're talking about reclaiming your energy, mental energy, as well as childhood trauma and the parental mistakes that happen within the childhood trauma. But what I usually like to do here with Sanai, we like to kick off the show with some quotes. Here's my first quote. Be kind to yourself. What you may see as a flaw is what others admire as your strength. We're not, we're not, nobody's perfect. We all have flaws. Some hide it better than others, but embrace your flaw. Embrace who you are, who you're becoming. At the end of the day, who you are today is not who you'll be tomorrow. So if you have a flaw, you can easily fix that. Or if you can't fix it, still accept yourself for who you are and the flaws that you have. Because the flaws make you, you. And we have to be kind to ourselves too because life happens. You feel me? And you, life affects people differently. And us not being kind to ourselves is how shit happens in the world. How things portray in our lives so always be kind to yourself even if you have flaws everybody has flaws embrace your flaws embrace embrace who you are and who you're becoming what you may think is a flaw somebody else may think is a strength and the next quote is stop reliving your past right now is where your focus should be the past is what it is it's for lessons for you to look back and get the lessons out of the past and have some some memories good memories but living in the past with regrets living in the past with what ifs living in the past with i should have done all that just leave that in the past because all the stuff you should have would have could have did it's eventually a lesson that you had to learn through through life to become who you are today you're going to make mistakes today probably tomorrow or this week or even this year and you won't even think about it a year or two from now. So don't let your mistakes define you. Learn from your mistakes and focus on the present. With that being said, I'm going to give you all a brief break and we'll kick off the show with reclaiming your mental energy. Before we jump into reclaiming your mental energy, I thought I want to give you all a bonus, a little bonus tip on one of the ways how you reclaim your mental energy, it starts with your morning routine. 
what you do in the morning, your plans for the morning, and how you go about your morning that really shapes your day and shapes your mental energy overall because your habits become your routine. So one of the ways that I like to start my morning routine is through meditation. Meditating for 15 to 20 minutes, getting my mind right for the gym, for the day, for anything that may come about, and really just getting my thoughts together for the day and my thought process and my intentions, what I want to happen for the day. And one of the things that I use is the Calm app. Calm app is a great app when it comes to meditating and meditation and really getting you that that's finding your inner self and figuring out how do you gain your mental energy back. So that's the app I recommend. Check it out. Let's get back to the show. I bet you're wondering, how do I reclaim my mental energy? It's been a long season, a long season, a long year. And I'm getting towards where I'm mentally drained and it's barely June. If you've been feeling this way or if you are feeling this way, let's talk about some ways you can reclaim your mental energy. Number one would be connecting with your breathing. Breathing deeper and slower stimulates your vagus nerve, which regulates your nervous system to keep calm under stress. It calms the beta brain waves and brings clarity to create space between stress and your response. And beta brain waves are high frequency, low amp- amplitude brain waves that are commonly observed in an awakened state. They are involved in conscious thought and logical thinking and tend to have stimulating effect. Having the right amount of beta waves allows us to focus. So one of the ways to reclaim your energy is get control of your breathing. If you have an Apple Watch, I feel like 90% of the world has Apple Watches. Check out the breathing app on there and really start taking them deep breaths, slow breaths, and get control of your breathing. That's how you can reclaim your mental energy, especially when you feel like you're about to explode or you feel like a lot's been going on. That gives you that opportunity to get some calmness and really center you back to earth. So if you have the Apple Watch, check out the breathing app. Breathe it at least like five times a day. Do some deep breathing five times a day. That'll be like, what, five minutes out the day. And it will help your mental energy and it will help you physically overall. Number two would be set intentions. A morning intention practice helps prime your subconscious mind to take orders on what you expect today. 90% of your habits come from here. Instead of affirming stress and looking for it, you affirm ease so your subconscious mind expects it. Direct how you intend to spend your energy. How do you direct your energy in the morning? Do you like, oh man, I gotta do this today, I gotta do that today, I gotta do this today, and you all thinking about all the stuff you have to do and you stress yourself out instead of being like, I get to do these things today. And really change your mindset, your mind frame, add it and be like, no, this is what I want to happen. These are my intentions for the day. What are your intentions for the day instead of waking up with the, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do that. Waking up with the intentions like, I get to do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm going to accomplish this. So you speak the things that you want to happen throughout your day instead of expecting the bad. When you expect the bad, you get the bad. So if you set your clear intentions in the morning as soon as you wake up, that's why meditation is perfect. Waking up and really setting your intentions for the day, like, okay, this is what I want to happen. This is what will happen today. And really affirming that versus 
looking at the things that you got to do. Changing the mindset will is or sending the intentions is one of the ways to reclaim your mental energy. And some things you can do is meditate, write and speak your intentions for the day, do affirmations, journaling, how you want your day to go, as well as practicing the breathing, stretching, drinking tea, and a lot of other ways. You can email or DM me if you want to know more. But doing those, setting those clear intentions in the morning really dictates your day and dictates your mental energy throughout the day. Number three, observe, don't absorb. Yeah, but you're like, observe and don't absorb? What is that? Take responsibility for your energy and your responses. Don't absorb other people's projections of fear, anger, or worry. Affirm. I separate my energy from this situation or person and hold space instead. Observe, don't absorb. We tend to absorb other people's energies and projections without even knowing it. Have you ever noticed that? Like when somebody's mad about something, you instantly get mad about it or you get start to get ticked off. Or when somebody's sad, you start getting sad or feeling what they're feeling. Or when somebody has success or is happy, you're happy with them. Like you feel what they're feeling. That's basically energy transfer. So sometimes you have to be aware of this so you don't get caught up in the energy draining situations with people that tend to have to that tend to want you to absorb their energy and what they're feeling, especially there's energy drainage out there and there's energy reciprocators. So being aware of the people that you're around, as well as not taking everything that they're saying um, head on because we do observe absorb energies by the people we come in contact with. But now that you can start being aware of where your energy shifts, because we all we all have them around us, and you can right now think about who's the energy drain around you, and who is energy reciprocator. We have a product. We have to protect our mental health and mental space. We can't keep going to being the go-to person when it comes to energy drainers because they will come and be like trying to drain our energy constantly constantly repeatedly and without us even knowing but you'll catch on later like dang why is when so-and-so comes around my energy is low when i'm around them but um when i'm around my other friends my energy is high and that's the reason why number four pauses taking breaks When's the last time you took a break? Whether you just took a break and just like shut everything off, shut off the internet, shut off the phone, shut off the TV and just had some time with yourself, read a book, went on a walk, went on a drive with no music, taking a break and really getting some clarity. We have to move away from the energy of urgency, urgency culture, that instant gratification that, oh, we need it now, we need to do it now. It's like, Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey of what you're going through, of anything that you're going through, because it's about the journey. It's who you're becoming in the process. So who you're becoming in the process is someone that needs to take breaks. Take a break, pause, get your mind off of everything where you just go out somewhere, go to the lake, go to the beach and really just be there and not in the phone or anything like that. And just take in your surroundings. Pause before reacting. Give yourself some time to respond to people. 
taking like three seconds before you respond. That's why I like to say listen to listen instead of listening to respond. Because when you're listening to listen, you listen and, and take in what they're saying. And it's like, okay, take that three seconds and give yourself a chance to respond to what they said and what they're saying. And you collect your thoughts in the process. Make decisions with your aligned energy, not rushed or fear-based energy. Practicing the pausing technique protects your mental energy. Whenever you feel triggered, take three deep breaths and pause before reacting or responding. Your mind and your body are connected. A certain thought, response, or emotion can trigger your sympathetic nervous system, which starts the stress response. So being aware, taking them pauses, taking them breaks, because sometimes we easily get triggered because we are overworked sometimes we're burnt out and we get triggered by the littlest things whether it's from the kid our kids uh family members friends loved ones um spouses by the littlest things because we're so burnt out trying to do everything trying to stay productive trying to stay busy instead of taking the time to check on ourselves taking that pause taking that break having self-care days where you're really checking on yourself taking care of yourself mentally physically spiritually and really seeing are you okay what do you need for yourself from yourself right now? And really taking that pause, taking those breaks and really taking it all in and really checking on yourself mentally. But I'm gonna give y'all a brief break and then we're gonna hop into the next segment. Appreciate y'all tuning in to Sana I-E. So we in segment number two, parenting mistakes that can cause childhood trauma. And the first one I'm like, um, is ignoring their children's achievements and refusing to give praise. Flip back to your childhood. Take that reflect back, that journey back, that trip back to um, memory lane and think about has this ever happened to you or did you ever observe this happening to like one of your friends a teammate um a classmate a cousin any family member has this have you witnessed this or has, has this happened to you and doing this affects the children's mental health because they'll start internalizing that their achievements are worthless and will constantly try to seek their parents' approval even into adulthood. So, and that is just a domino effect for that person, that, that child that gets that treatment end up, ends up projecting that treatment on their kids where they're not acknowledging their achievements or refusing to give praise. If this happened to you, I wanna hear about it. I wanna hear like, how you doing now and has it affected you through adulthood number two will be endless criticism and judgment constantly belittling a child for their mistakes doesn't help them at the end of the day nobody is perfect also this is a childhood trauma disorder because it stimulates from that parent getting the same treatment as a child So you're like, I've witnessed this endless criticism and judgment 
this this affects a child in several ways um artists auto um, many ways they where they criticize themselves they judge themselves and they don't feel like they're worthy of anything or worthy of love or worthy of any compassion or anything of that nature that they're always being if they're grew up in a household of criticism and judgment they are looking for love but they don't know what love is when they find it and that become becomes from the childhood and the childhood treatment of being treated as a child that through adulthood some people don't find or get the love that they needed as a child and some people do but the endless criticism and judgment doesn't help at all it has detrimental effects on the psychology of a child that they grow into adulthood always questioning themselves always questioning things number three constantly comparing their child their children with friends cousins neighbors or even each other comparison is a thief of joy constantly getting compared to another child messes up the psyche because throughout their whole life they'll be always comparing themselves to society comparing themselves trying to keep up with the joneses and comparison is a thief of joy because you're always trying to compare yourself trying to see what other people have that you don't have and you're like oh i want this i want that but it's like being grateful for what you have and that constant comparison throughout child the childhood was like oh you're not like so-and-so you're not like your cousin you're not like this it's like we all are our own person we're trying to figure out who we are as children as kids we were and even now it's like constantly comparing the lives like we're always like comparing ourselves to social media or comparing ourselves to a celebrity or comparing ourselves to somebody within our age bracket like oh we're supposed to be here or we're supposed to have a certain milestone or accomplishment done by a certain age but it doesn't happen like that so constantly comparing the children with friends that's a parenting mistake that develops into childhood trauma Number four is favoritism among siblings. When it comes to siblings, everyone should be loved equally and favoritized equally, but that doesn't always happen. And this effect, the effect on this builds up a disdain with the unfavored sibling against the other siblings or even against the parents as well. And the non-favorable either constantly strive for approval or project that onto their children so they have to be being mindful of that especially when that favoritism comes along or if it was throughout your childhood where you feel like oh my sibling was the favorite now i feel like i was the unfavorite or uh, things like that it builds up dis- a disdain within the child where they're like okay a disdain towards the other sibling and disdain towards the parents as well as trying to strive for approval especially if this keeps continuously happening happening and they might project that onto their kids so that's another parenting mistake that comes from childhood trauma and the last one i bet you heard things like this saying things like this like i feed you i house you and i pay your bills and this is how you repay me <laughs> i feel like honestly in a black household you you heard this like uh, either every other week <laughs> but that really like becomes a childhood trauma because as adults you reflect that when you have kids and you go back when the kid messes up when the kid makes a mistake you want to be like hi clothe you i brought you to this world and yada 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 and you want to say all that but it's like 
maybe we have to understand and come from it from the child's perspective and seeing how the child sees it versus how we see it, how we want to project what we've witnessed or what was victimized on us as children. So it's like, hmm, let me see what's going on with my child in this moment. I don't have to say, oh, how I feed you, I paid you, I pay your bills, all this, and this, how you will pay me. I've witnessed it on several occasions and it doesn't solve anything. For the parent, they should talk to the child and see what's going on and really talk to them from their perspective instead of boasting about what they do for the child because it's not about them, it's about the child. But with that being said, I appreciate y'all tuning in. I hope this episode helped you out when it comes to regaining your mental energy as well as childhood trauma. If you've had, if you reflect back and had any of these happen to you, let me know. Let's talk. I want to see how you're doing mentally and especially how it's shaped to who you are today. But with that being said, check out the website. It'll be in the show notes, sanai.com. New merch is out, new merch is up. Use code sanai, get a discount. And I appreciate y'all. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Your strength doesn't come from winning. It comes from struggles and hardship. Everything that you go through prepares you for the next level. Enjoy y'all weekend.